everybody. Welcome to the last episode of Phobia Friday. Uh, this is the uh, Phobia Friday is a subset sub podcast of the Fearcast podcast, which is the podcast dedicated to OCD, anxiety, anxiety spectrum disorders, and getting your life back. Uh, welcome everybody. I'm your host Kevin Foss, and I'm a licensed clinician, and I specialize in these things. So thank you all so much for joining me for this episode. Um, if you've been uh, listening to the previous episodes, thank you so much. This has just been a fun thing for me to do, to look into, to spice things up, to uh, expand on what we've previously been talking about. We've been talking on the Fearcast a lot about POCD and HOCD and relationship stuff and, you know, sensory, all those things. You know what we're talking about. So I wanted to spice it up and to go into some detail about uh, some phobias. And I wanted to go into a little bit of a deeper dive on some of these uh, specific ones. So thank you so much for joining me here. Everybody, if you haven't done it already, go over to fearcastpodcast.com and you can submit a question there because the Fearcast is a question and answer based podcast. If you have a question about these phobias or about something else in the in the anxiety or OCD or phobia uh, constellation, let me know. I'd love to hear what your struggles are and perhaps offer some guidance, advice, or suggestions on things that may help, obviously, in an educational perspective. Also, everybody, if you have a chance, um, please remember to like and or subscribe to the Fearcast. It uh, it ultimately just helps people to find the podcast a little bit better. Uh, you can write a review, you can rate it, um, and that would be fantastic. So um, I'm always looking to hear um, how it's doing, how we can do it better, um, which, by the way, you can also go over to fearcastpodcast.com and you can su- you go to the submit a question link there and tell me what you think. If it sucks, let me know. If you think it's great, awesome. I want to hear about how we can make it better. All right. So uh, let's go into, again, the the definition between fear and phobia. So fear is just going to be that unpleasant emotion caused by the perception of danger, whereas a phobia is going to be the excessive and persistent fear of objects or situations that may or may not be actually a danger, actually a threat. So sufferers with phobias tend to respond to them with excessive attention, excessive energy, excessive action, and excessive avoidance. So the key here, obviously, because I've said it a bajillion times, is the excessive part. So we're doing it too much. It's not to say that these things aren't dangerous or that these things aren't painful or worrisome. It's that we're responding to it excessively to a way that to a place where they are causing a problem or they're perhaps causing more problem than they are protecting you from. So to that point, we are going to be talking today about trypanophobia, trypanophobia, trypanophobia. Again, no one knows how to pronounce these words. They're impronounceable words. Trypanophobia. I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to probably call it anywhere between trypanophobia or trypanophobia. We're going to see what happens. So what is this? It is the simply the fear of injections. Now, this is going to be related to balenophobia, phobia. B-E-L-O-N-E phobia, baloney phobia. That's probably not it, but I desperately want it to be that. That is the that is defined as the fear of needles, and it can include hypodermic needles, it can include sewing needles, but just the fear of needles. Now, again, this is further a branch of, this one's even harder, eichmophobia. A-I-C-H-M-O phobia. Eichmophobia? Anyways, that's the just the blatant, the fear of sharp things. That includes... Pencils, knives, pointy fingers, the pointy end of an umbrella. These are specific things I found in my various searches for this. Now, often this is going to be the general term for the fear of injections, but the fear of injections specifically is going to be trypanophobia, trypanophobia, trypanophobia. 
that one. So, but that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, um, everybody, how does this develop? Well, it can develop a number of different ways, just like anything else. I mean, we can have a negative experience with a needle. If you had a negative experience with a needle, your brain goes, hey, that was bad. Let's not do that again. And we can develop a very quick fear response to that. Um, similarly, it can be a learned fear. A family member can have a fear of needles. So if you're constantly surrounded by family members that's talking about the fear of needles and how terrible they are and how awful they are, yeah, our brain starts to learn that things are dangerous when we constantly hear that that thing is dangerous, right? One place I read uh, specifically said that it can develop because of a childhood phobia that ultimately never went away. And I suppose that that would mean that a, 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 a phobia that we had as children that are, you know, irrational, that are kind of silly. If you've met a child, they're afraid of things, right? Um, this one doesn't seem to make any sense to me, but I thought I'd include it in there just in case I'm perhaps missing something. Now, also say this, how does it develop? Well, it is a spiky, sharp item being stuck into your arm. They hurt, and they're kind of uncomfortable. If you've ever had a shot before, if you have ever, uh, uh, perhaps an immunization, and by the way, let's talk about this. All I want for Christmas is an immunization, specifically the one for COVID. I don't know how you're feeling, but I would like one. Um, and um, if everyone out there is worried about the side effects of it, my question about immunizations is always this. Are the side effects worse than COVID? Are the side effects worse than the thing that it's preventing? If they're not, sign me up. Anyways, that's a side side conversation. I might edit that out. I might not. Now, again, the fear of needles can further be expanded or, or can be, be targeted based on just general medical fears that had uh, that had kind of honed itself into a fear of needles. And that might also extend to a fear of scalpels or people in white coats or the, you know, uh, um, stethoscopes and other medical equipment. That can be one way it happens. Um, we can have an excessive sensitivity to pain, um, which can then be focused on needles and injections. We can have the fear of restraint. So in other words, when when you get an immunization or get blood drawn is that they tie something around you or sometimes they have to hold your arm a little bit. That can make people feel uncomfortable and it can and that can generalize to the fear of injections. Additionally, some people have a strong physical response to pain, which can similarly be a, a fainting or dizziness due to the uh, vagal nerve reaction or vagus nerve reaction. And um, uh, so that, just wanting to avoid that, can expand into the fear of injections. Now, all of this is ultimately going to be causing a problem in our life because um, having trypanophobia can uh, result in people resisting or avoiding getting medical help, which down the road can cause even greater pain. It may even cause or maybe even require more injections in the future. It can impact our lives or impact your life if you're afraid of this by taking extra precaution to avoid getting hurt as that may result in medical care. Similarly, we might avoid hospitals because, well, hospitals are kind of associated with that. But the problem is going to a hospital is going to be important from time to time. And lastly, just as a you know, kind of pain in the butt in life, it, we, can, we as people, if we're afraid of this, can constantly be on the lookout for needles. And, and for some, it can cause them severe discomfort in watching TV and watching movies that depict needles or injections. So all of these ways can are just a few of the ways that trypanophobia, trypanophobia, trypanophobia gets in the way of our life. All right. So the big question, obviously, for everybody is going to be, what can we do about this? My answer is always going to be CBT, exposure and response prevention, and mindfulness. 
So from a CBT perspective, we want to be challenging the thoughts that are going through your mind about needles. And we might need to think about then, well, what is the what for you is the biggest fear about getting an injection? Is it that you're not going to be able to handle the fear? In that case, we're going to need to learn that we can actually handle both the anticipation of getting a shot or the pain itself or potentially the aftermath of, of whatever that story is. Is it that we're worried about it causing other things? Is it that we're worried about getting a shot is associated with greater health issues? Is it simply associated with pain? Thinking about what you are afraid of can help you to start to develop a way to challenge that thought and a way to start facing your fears. Across the board, I want to say, what we want to be learning are coping skills to be able to deal with these spikes in anxiety, maybe the lightheadedness, the tingling, the sensation, the, tens- the tension, our heart racing, and to develop, to develop a confidence that we can handle it, a confidence that we can face it, and the likeliness that we're going to be able to survive it. That yes, needles are uncomfortable, but that we're going to be able to get through it, that it's going to hurt for a short period of time. Maybe it's not going to hurt as much as your brain is suggesting, and that we're going to be able to get out of it relatively quickly and relatively, relatively painlessly. So what you can do is to start talking with a very rational person, someone who's not going to lecture you, but kind of go with you on challenging this thought and the likelihood that your fear is going to come true or or is reasonable or is what the average person experiences. Now, if you are someone who experiences significant pain, you go, I just can't handle it. Well, thinking about, well, what about all those other times that you've had needles before or had shots before? Have you gotten through it? How did you get through it? What did you do? Were you successful in being able to get through it? Have you just simply avoided needles your entire life, so therefore you've never had an opportunity to face it? All these things, right? Considering them and then saying, and then trying to develop a more, more balanced and more reasonable perspective. If you've never taken a shot before, how do you know you're not going to be able to handle it? If you've had, you've had a shot before and, oh my gosh, it was so bad, but you know what, you got through it. Well, reinforcing the idea that, you know what, you are able to get through it. It was hard. Man, it was uncomfortable. Oh, you felt these overwhelming emotions and it, and it hurt. But you were able to do it. So likely you can get through it the next time too. Now, all of that thought process isn't going to make the pain or the anxiety go away, but it's going to give you that grounding to say, you know, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can get a shot and it not be a catastrophic thing or not be something that's going to define my whole life, but it's just going to be kind of a thing that's annoying, that kind of sucks, but I'll be able to get through it. Something that can be really helpful in this as well, to build this confidence that you can handle it, is to start practicing or learning relaxation skills, some breathing techniques, some tricks to work with your, with your attention so that we can practice shifting attention from the location of the shot to various other things in your body, or from the location of the shot to other thoughts in your mind. What that helps you to do is to redirect the focus. Because yeah, if we focus on one part of our body, we are hyper aware of all the sensations and feelings that we have there. I mean, I'll challenge you right now. Think about your left foot. Think about it. What do you notice? Do you feel tingling? Do you feel tightness? Do you feel the shoe on your foot? Do you feel no shoe on your foot? What is it that you feel there? You probably weren't thinking about that before I asked you to think about it. But notice, when you focused on it, 
oh my gosh, all these sensations that you felt, right? Now, go from your left foot, and I want you to think about your shoulder. Pick a shoulder, I don't care which one. Focus on that shoulder. What do you notice there? Do you feel any tension? Do you move it moving around a little bit? Do you feel the shirt on your skin? Do you feel it being cool? Do you feel it being warm? What is it that you feel there? Now, as you do that, have you been thinking about your foot, your left one? That you felt all the feelings just a moment ago? Maybe, but probably not as intensely as when you were specifically thinking about your foot, right? Similarly, you can practice this shifting attention exercise to various parts of your body so that when, you're, when you are going to get a shot, rather than going, oh my God, I've got to focus on that, and your brain is just on that location of the shot and noticing every little thing, and they, and they sterilize your arm, and oh my God, it's there, and it's so cold, or whatever the thought is, we can say, all right, I'm going to practice this exercise and shift my attention over here. And sooner or later, you're going to get that shot, and it's going to be gone. Now, is that a magic trick, and is that going to fix everything? No, but it will help you to deal with the moment of getting that shot. Now, I'll say this. I practice a breathing exercise whenever I give blood. Prior to the plague, I try to give blood as often as I can. Now, every time I go in to get a shot, I tense up. It's what my body does, right? Um, and when I sit down in that chair, and they, they, they pull my arm out, and they have me squeeze the whatever it is, this squeezy toy uh, to, to get a vein to pop out, and they notice that I'm a little tense, they go, oh, are you afraid of needles? Because, you know, I'm tense. And I go, no, it's just a, you know, it's a giant metal stick going in my arm. It doesn't feel very good, right? But what I do is then I try to relax my body. I take some deep breaths. And on that exhale, I try to relax all my muscles. I try to relax my arm a little bit. Because if it's tense, it's going to be hard to, for that needle to go in. They're going to have to push more. And it's going, to, it's going to turn my attention towards that. But I want to try to relax my body. And then I'm going to try to refocus on other things. Oftentimes, they have a TV in the room. I'm going to turn my attention towards that. I'm really going to watch what's on the TV, whatever it is. Usually news of some type that I don't care about. But it's up there. So I'm going to focus on that. Sometimes I, have a, I will then listen to a podcast while they're, doing, um, while they're taking, uh, taking the blood, right? Sometimes I'll just keep the earbud in while they're trying to get the needle in, and I'll just focus on what the conversation is. Or if I'm listening to music, I'll focus on the music, right? So shifting that attention can be helpful in this process. Now, I've also mentioned bodily relaxation. That is also very, very helpful. All right, so let's talk about exposure and response prevention because this can also be very helpful in terms of preparing yourself to go in for that experience. The fear of needles and getting a shot is kind of like the fear of flying in the sense that it's tough to like approximate it and like go up stepwise for it because you're either getting a shot or you're not, right? Because with dogs, you can be 20 feet from a dog, you can be five feet from a dog and two feet and one foot and touching it, holding it, right? You can kind of progressively get to it in regards to a dog, but you're either getting a shot or you're not, right? Now, we can approximate this. And what we're doing is with this is we're practicing being in the presence of the thought or the actual thing that we're afraid of in that kind of nonchalant relaxed sort of position. We're not like trying to tense up our body, but we're going to show ourselves, hey, brain, focus up. This is not something I need to fear. In fact, I can be relaxed while I think about these things. So some things that people can do is you can just simply look up a picture of a needle. Look it up on the interwebs. Go to your computer, look it up, and just look at it. 
and practice your breathing and relaxing and just saying, yep, that's a needle. That's what it looks like. And notice all the thoughts going through your mind and going, okay, they can all be there because of course they're going to be there, right? I'm looking at a needle, but we're practicing the being in that relaxed position, right? Now, we can then expand that to looking at pictures of injections. You can watch videos of injections. You can go up to the next step and touch, touch the images of the needles. So if you have that picture of the needle, touch it, right? You're going to go like, well, I'm touching my computer. You'd be surprised how anxiety-provoking anxiety it can be to just touch a computer image of a needle, especially if you spent so much time avoiding it. You can look at images of needles while poking your arm, like, right? Take a pen and just kind of poke at your arm a little bit while you're looking at a needle. Practice that breathing, being in that relaxed state, reminding yourself this is just a thing. Nothing's happening right now. It's just just this. So calm it down, brain. I can experience this without being terrified. You can move up from that to being in the room with a needle, right? You can go to CVS or you can go to whatever medical supply store and you can get a little bundle of needles. They're five, 10 bucks, something like that. They're relatively cheap. And you can just have them and you can have them on the far end of the room and just being in the presence of one and progressively getting closer to it to the point where you're holding the needle. Eventually, you can work yourself up to going to a hospital or a blood bank and just being in the presence of that while tolerating the anxiety and eventually getting to the place where you are giving blood or receiving an injection, whatever your goal is on that. Now, this is going to be a process. Give yourself patience in this. You've spent a long time being afraid of this thing that hurts, that's uncomfortable. But if you're listening to this, and it's something that you're afraid of. It's probably something it, it, you, it's something that's gotten in the way of you putting off a treatment or putting off getting care that you need. So practicing being in the place where you can progressively get closer and closer to it. You can do it. This is something that people do. Now, if this is uh, if, this, if this is a significant struggle, I would encourage you to go chat with a doctor, chat with a therapist about this, um, and, and they can work with you on trying to figure out how to progressively get you there and get you to that place where you're willing to, to get that shot and get that injection. So I hope all of this was been, has been helpful. If you have questions about this or you would like to share your story of overcoming a fear of needles and a fear of injections, go over to fearcastpodcast.com and let me know what happened. Let me know how it worked for you, what was helpful, what was not helpful in that process. And I would love to share that on a future episode. So, uh, please remember, everybody, um, that uh, the FearCast podcast is not a substitute for psychotherapy. If you uh, need help in your own treatment, you can go over to FearCastPodcast.com and you can go to the uh, Find Help link and there's going to be some stuff there for you. Um, everybody, if you liked this series, go over to Instagram. I'm over there. Um, my uh, handle over there is FearCast Podcast. to no surprise, right? Follow me there. Give me a little like. Find one of the things and um, ho hopefully find one of my posts that you may find funny or not and give it a little like. Um, but uh, everybody, uh, thank you so much for participating, listening to the, the uh, uh, Phobia Friday series. Uh, it means a lot that you, all, you would all listen. I hope it has been helpful for those of you who need it. So until next time, take a risk, challenge yourself, and don't take your brain too seriously. Bye.